0: hey guys it's the two bees in a pod podcast with brayden and brendan uh welcome sit back relax grab like a snack or your favorite beverage and listen to us just talk about random garbage anyway thanks for tuning in we'll see you soon
1: make this last fold, you'll see it's a perfect origami replica of the Queen Anne's Revenge. Welcome to Two Bees in a Pod. I'm Braden. Are
0: you, are you sure that's not the Black Pearl? Because that's like there's like a sale. Ah, and...
1: damn it. I forgot it. Never mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing and it's ruined. I mean, Welcome it was still Two a a... pod. All right. <laughs> We're back. Welcome to hey, episode guys. 80 of the podcast. Happy to be here. He's hey guys. Brendan, by the way. Better believe it. Happy to be back and having you listen to us again this week. We, of course, as always, watched a movie, which we're going to mm-hmm. talk to in a little bit.
0: A heavy movie. It is very heavy. We're going um, to, early disclaimer, extremely heavy movie.
1: Yeah, uh, a bit of a trigger like warning. Problems we, heavy. Uh, <laughs> some problems heavy. Some, some, some assault type things happen in the movie. Of a sexual nature, so if yeah, the, no, if let, that is something that yeah. is, it is, uh, could be disturbing to some viewers. So if so, feel free to skip this episode. We watched uh, Promising yep. Young Woman, yep. which is a very... Sexual
0: assault and... and uh, yeah. Yeah. and like We're going to get into that, but just... People when they're drunk. For those, can, it, it might
1: yeah. be a, a strong subject matter for those listening. Yep. If that's the case, feel free to skip this one. It yeah. won't hurt our feelings. We this is one of those completely. episodes. And we love you. Yeah. Honestly, but a toast to you guys it. for sticking around this long. That's a, that's a soda. we're not drinking alcohol because that goes along with the thing. Yeah, but no, anyway, this, this is, we this get is to- a Coke
0: Zero. I wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't do it. Kind of fly in the face we... of the message we're trying to send.
1: Yeah. But before we get to any of that, we have to kick this off. The only way that we know how we yep. roll the dice, we break the ice and talk about whatever with our dice of, of destiny. destiny. Where, of course, the Dice of Destiny will dictate our discussion topic to be... Brendan! What kind of projects you've been working on, bud?
0: Well, I've just been like... Uh, well, after after uh, wa- watching this film, I've been working on just being really sad recently. <laughs> How's that going for you? <laughs> oh, terrible!
1: <laughs> Wonderful! We have that in common!
0: Yay! <laughs>
1: Gotta love that he early on. Sadness <laughs> makes you cry in showers all day. <laughs> Eating bonbons. Dee.
0: Um, nothing crazy. Uh, I got uh, I got some graphic uh, graphic design work or whatever. Working with a friend of mine from Vancouver. Uh, hey, doing some. Uh, it's kind of wild. Roblox of all oh. places. You know, Roblox. There's a. Uh, there's like a, a server or whatever on there that's like a club for 17 plus people or whatever only um and uh yeah like and i was when i was playing that game i was like 11 in like the library because there was no other games that could be played on there aside from flash stuff so (laughs) pretty wild that i went from like there in my dirty socks because i wasn't allowed to wear my shoes in the library at the time you know sipping on a capri sun and socks as Why a...
1: didn't an eleven-year-old wash your socks? Well, be- because I was eleven. And Why I didn't eleven-year-old? But, but you should at least like, wash your socks, eleven-year-old you.
0: Kind of kind of posthumously going after my sock washing here, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you you made a point of stating that they were dirty old socks. Well, because you're not allowed to wear your, you weren't allowed to wear your shoes in the library at the time. Yeah, well, I don't wear I still don't wear shoes in the library. It doesn't mean I
0: walk around in dirty socks. Well, no, they became dirty because I was walking around in the library.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, gotcha. they weren't pre dirt I, I didn't, I didn't I go outside and just like find the okay, manure okay, pile okay. and go okay, mush,
1: mush, okay. mush, mush, mush. All right, let's go read books. <laughs> just your descriptors made me think you were walking around in like those cliched white gym socks with the red stripe at the top, mm. like, off brown color because you haven't yep. washed them. Yep. No, 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 no. You, gray. When you walk white stripe. Night, you then when you walk, you can hear them like yeah. crunching because they're gro- so grody.
0: You know, you guys don't like my grippy socks. They didn't start off grippy. That's the reason we don't like them. <laughs> um, despite the heavy topic, subject matter for the day, we are going to try to do our best to keep it light. Because um, while this movie is incredibly serious, we do try our best to uh, maintain that air of positivity. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's been wild doing uh, doing the st- uh, doing the graphic effects work. The graphic effects work. Uh, I've had to like learn how to skin. Um, like assets and whatnot specifically for Roblox, which is weird, um, because you it's have to pretty to much hide the. After you skin them? Well, no, because usually you let them cure first, and then you let the texture sit uh-huh. in. Otherwise, you get that like bl-
1: uh, that pink and black texture uh, from some of those video games that don't get finished. So you boil this the the Roblox hide in in Roblox mm-hmm. Roblox mm-hmm. brain matter, and then
0: yeah, right. yeah, pretty much it's. uh
1: it's 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 honestly a more
0: disgusting process than i was expecting but i mean frankly it's working um all those poor little lego look-alike people just dead on the dead on the floor but uh yeah no we're getting paid for it um which is pretty nice and uh i mean it's it's pretty cool to go and see your work get potentially used and stuff and i mean the guy that uh, we're working with is actually out of singapore um and Ooh. then his like head media guy is out of uh australia and then they've got somebody who works out of Vancouver who's currently attending VFS and then that's how I got into contact because my buddy who's currently in VFS contacted me and went hey I've got a gig I need somebody else do you want to go and help me out and I went yeah sure why not so by the by the international grapevine I am getting paid very so,
1: nice works for me love that for you works
0: for me yeah for anybody out there who's uh Who's who's uh, looking to looking to go ahead and do what you love and get paid for it? You never know when uh, when an opportunity is going to come out of completely nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, get get jump scared by money, and that's what I'm in for.
1: <laughs> I'm down just, for just that. Be ready for it and manifest it. Twenty twenty four is going to be an amazing year. People are going to make money. It's coming for you. Just yep. be willing to accept it. Be open to it. Yep. Manifest it. Yep. You deserve it. Yep. Earn Although. Just like make sure if it's you legal find and it doesn't harm any other people.
0: Yeah, and also if you find like a chest full of doubloons in the middle of an old cave surrounded by skeletons, maybe do like I don't know, like a like a sage burning or something around there prior to claiming the gold coins, because you don't wanna you you don't wanna be walking across the bottom of the ocean as a as a part of a skeleton
1: pirate crew. Uh um... sure it make sure it's not uh plastic treasure display in like a That's kid. That's true. Photo shoot.
0: That's true. And incidentally don't eat the plastic treasure display uh in the in the kid's photo shoot area because you don't <laughs> want to like
1: don't you just have to save me. I can't go on any further. No you just have to save me
0: Oh I think carbon's like really sick guys. <laughs> That's uh, I found the treasure <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 how are you man what you're working on um
1: not a lot of new well i guess i haven't had a whole lot of projects other than like got my house de christmas fied over the last weekend here which makes me sad are you okay so did going you to, are you gonna be able to pull through i will be able to yeah, it's
0: it's really weird that you you de de-Christ- the house and then we also picked to go ahead and do a bunch
1: of psychologically yeah. torturous. But movies you know, the thing is, it's not even. It's, it had to happen. Really, we're getting that's towards f- the end of January, and it, my tree yeah. was still up. And I did the math today, and I well, that, and by math I mean I counted on my fingers. And given that our tree that's goes still up, math. That's sti- yeah. don't you sell yourself short? That's still math. <laughs> I did the math. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you mama, I did the math. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, baby, you did real but good.
1: The, <laughs> but given the fact that our tree goes up as the Halloween shrub, or before Halloween, my tree's been up for almost half a year. It's been up for five months. So, you, I mean, it's You would be in. saying it's, that I it's mean, getting
0: it, gratuitous, right? Like, you know you no, no, the no, no, people. No,
1: no, 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 no. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But...
0: Mm-hmm. Time is due, because I'm um,
1: surprised that you're not also like, oh,
0: but we could keep it up for, for Easter and we could do an Easter tree and now it's up. Now we could
1: do Christmas in July. And <laughs> it's, I did, I did joke about that, making turning it into like a valentine, a Valentine hedge, and then an Easter bush mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. it year round. But then Side the reality note, TM, kicks in. TM, that's ours. TM, TM, TM. Yep, that's ours. And then the reality kicks in that when you have the tree up for twelve hours or twelve hours, twelve months out of the year. You have to deal with the just constant dust that settles on it that you can't yep. ever really clean off. Yep. I like to at least think when I take it down at the end of the season, all that dust gets shaken off and then we vacuum. So, all right, <laughs> got all the ornaments my... off and just throttle the tree for again yeah. 30 seconds. Just... <laughs> I also like the idea of like when, when the tree comes up, it's a special thing. If you keep yeah. it up year round, then it's just a yeah, thing. It's like, like, Christmas lights that are up all year round. Like,
0: they're just there. They're just a part of the house now. 100%. I can agree with that. Like, that's, that's the reason that I'm, like, I'm so gung-ho about, like, I don't want to celebrate. I don't want to, like, put the tree up and get the decorations out until after, like. Like, I've sort of pivoted in terms of, like, my, my brain for, like, November and, like, when when the tree should go up and when Christmas decorations should come out. Because before, it was like, oh, I want to, like, respect the veterans. And then you brought up that point of, like, you know, technically, when we're looking at this. That they fought for it. The- exactly like they went ahead and they, they, they went ahead and went overseas volunteered and like fought for the freedoms that other people lost so it's a bit of a disservice to them to stay use them as an excuse my thing now is just like i just feel it's a little gauche i just feel it's a little gauche and i i'd rather just keep christmas to the christmas months of like tail end of december last two weeks through chris like through all of december first two weeks of january tree comes down that's like that's more like where i'm at um now so it's like less excuses more just like okay my my own personal opinion i'll just i'll I'll put the tree up for like roughly two months worth and then it will come down
1: we're talking about christmas again in the middle of january (laughs) welcome to what my this is my wheelhouse you know (laughs) that's fair bring christmas up anytime i can but outside of that um why a carry starts playing it (laughs) Ah, (laughs) oh no took her off the soundboard or
0: i would have and
1: speak- um, speaking of undercutting the message. <laughs> um but other than that, the only other project is I've um the the local place that I uh, like. like yes. play service that I yes. participate in. We have started production again. We did project. our first two read-throughs. It is by and far the funniest show we've ever done. This one is yeah. called Whose Wives Are They Anyway? Oh, um, a brief rundown. Oh, okay. It's so a couple of couple of gentlemen are they send their wives off to the city to go shopping, and while the wives are away, the boys go to play golf before the new CEO of the company that bought out their company starts on Monday. Okay, and it turns out, day. yeah. However, the new boss is also at the golf club, and she tells one of the men, "You know, I want to." Pardon me. I want to meet your wife this weekend because any man that would golf without his wife or his wife has no point working in my company. So David, the man, a, he lies and said his wife is there and they come up with it. And then John also has to produce a wife. John produces the secretary, Tina, who works at the golf club to play his wife. Oh, no, David. While David produces John. (laughs) Okay. See
0: that I was like personally on a on a, on a deep emotional level, Raiden. I was concerned that Cockamamie hijinks weren't going to occur. So okay. I'm
1: so happy that that it that is that is actually the case. I'll put it this way: I end up in a dress in a lot of this in this play, and I am so excited.
0: I'm not entirely <laughs> sure how that's different from your normal attire. So fair enough, right?
1: <laughs> I wear makeup this time. <laughs>
0: Hey, no. hey, well, hold on. You got,
1: you do got nail polish on. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, yeah, it's, very, it's, 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 it's a very, it's a fresh of, a fresh of breath air, a breath of fresh air with this one. Cause I've often said as this group has been doing plays for years. Like, I think it's been like something like 20 years that they've been doing plays. And a lot of the people that are in it have been doing it same over the years. And to me, the plays that they've always picked always felt kind of stuffy, like older and like safe. Mm, so to me, yeah. in this show where just a bunch of cockamamie hijinks is happening, a lot just of innuendos, silliness. Yeah, yeah, silliness, innuendo, misunderstanding. It's it's gonna be a real good show, and I am so excited for it
0: plug the plug the the comp like the the theater uh like everything plug plug so, the whole thing it is
1: the it is the elk point allied arts foundation that we have, and it i i'll get you i'll let the you audience members I'll let you know when the when the dates are we don't ha I don't have yeah. the dates of the shows yet, but it'll be in a, a few months here in the springtime we'll have several probably five four or five different shows, but yeah fair fair. I'm looking it's i mean the first night that we read it was. It it took longer than it should have just to even read the script because we were laughing so hard at stuff. And oh, it's going to be so much fun. A lot of slap, not slapsticky, but a lot of visual, visual gags and, mm-hmm. and language gags, misunderstandings, and it's 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 double entendres, a of like,
0: turn of phrase, puns.
1: Yeah, I like my favorite. There's so many of those like. Um It's not like a line in the play But like that You know like early South Park When Mm -hmm. When the bus driver would come up And the boys would be like "Ah, Get out of here you dirty old bitch And she'd be like what did you say I said I have an itch A lot of jokes like that Where somebody will say something And they go what did you say And it's a completely different line And I just I love those jokes They're so simple so cheesy But they just make my heart warm When you get them
0: Yeah Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's always been you. (laughs) You are a whimsical little creature in a big man body. (laughs) Yeah! I found out why. That you're a whimsical little creature in a big man body?
1: (laughs) Yes, because it turns out that those people, the people that have ADHD um, take a little bit longer to, uh, shall we say, reach maturity. Ah, you don't. So you don't, mature. You so, don't say. <laughs> and they tend to hit the peak of that maturity in their mid thirties. Hmm. Also, you know who else reaches maturity by age mid thirties? Scottish men. Hobbits, Brendan. Hobbits meet reach adulthood at thirty three. Huh. I'm a hobbit, Brendan. That
0: explains your hairy feet. Yep. Because those things. Good Lord. Thank you not
1: to talk about it.
0: (laughs) Sometimes I rub my feet while sleeping and it starts a small fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I don't have to do in the winter?
0: Wear slippers. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because it looks like I'm already wearing
1: slippers. (laughs) Oh, Whitey. It wasn't slippers, it was his butt.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Furry man. Little furry
1: yes. man. Oh, but I would geez. say we sufficiently broke the ice. Yeah, so a so of a we'll so,
0: sort forward. of a soft break. Sort of melted it a little bit.
1: Yeah. So moving yeah. right along, like Brendan and I had said at the top of the show, is we watched Promising Young Woman. Now, in the movie, the the lead character in the movie uh, is Cassandra, and she's getting some revenge. Um, basically, the premise of the movie, a little bit of a breakdown. Something happens to a friend of hers. Men, Tragic. A man, Something tra- a man, a man assaults her. her. Yeah. So she takes to getting revenge in the best way she knows how, where she goes out to clubs, pretends to be inebriated, traps men who would take advantage of them, waits till she gets them into a compromising situation, and then snaps to sobriety and confronts them to their... Uh, chagrin and panic, realizing hmm. that they are terrible, terrible, terrible human beings. Not, uh, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to say that again. Terrible, terrible, terrible beings. There you go. Lesser than humans, but yeah, anyway, there you go. they're monsters. They're monsters.
0: Yes, they're absolute Lots
1: monsters. Lizard people. Yeah. Um. So, no, don't of- let's
0: let's not like discount lizard folk. All right. <laughs> let's not now. These people, they are below the worms in the dirt. All right. That's,
1: that's where we're at. they look up at the lizard people
0: these are these are amorphous blobs disguising themselves as men that deserve nothing more than to be buried below a prison
1: there's slum there's scum the yes. it's the, the, the useless scum on the bottoms of rocks that not even yep. the animals will lick uh, but anyway'
0: it's, it's the dirt that sticks to your bathtub
1: yes but on the, because because of the that aspect of it where she gets revenge on uh, on other such people. Uh, We found a a list of other shocking real-life stories of revenge. crime, revenge that people have been been evicted onto one another in in the world.
0: As someone Uh, who has pre-read this list, these are some badass people. (laughs) I want movies on all of these people.
1: Yes. Starting the list off, we have number 10. So Pierre Pichot, the Mm -hmm. real Count of Monte Cristo. So the Count of Monte Cristo is one of the greatest revenge stories in literal history. And though it's a work of fiction, the main character Edmond Dantes is said to be based on a real man named Pierre Pichot, a 19th century shoemaker from Southern France. Pichot was falsely accused of being an English spy by his alleged friends. Following years of forced servitude, Pichot was released and after some careful plotting, Murdered the three men who betrayed him. Oh. He was, oh. <laughs> Get he him. Was particu- he was particularly ruthless in dealing with Lupin, the man who married his former fiance. Pichot tricked the man's oh, children into, lo- into lives of crime before finally stabbing the father to death. Oh. Oh, he's, well, I, he's got the kids know, involved, too. You know, you
0: know what? Frankly, any any sort of story that involves... Murdering, uh, murdering a father of three and then and then corrupting said three children. No, no, no.
1: He corrupted the children first. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's
0: true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, appre- I appreciate that, frankly. Very classy. Where the father thing. could see yeah. what their children did before yeah. he died. Yeah. Did you know about Alexander Alec Turner, the ex-slave who got even?
1: I have not. Please do tell. Yeah.
0: Reminiscent of a real-life version of Django uh, from the movie Django Unchained. Uh, Alec Turner was born in slavery on a Virginia tobacco plantation in 1845. At a young age, he was taught to read and write in secret by the plantation owner's granddaughter. They were eventually caught, however, and Turner was badly beaten and whipped. Eventually able to escape at the start of the Civil War, Turner joined the Union Army, and in 1863, Turner returned to his old plantation with his regiment. And personally shot and killed his former overseer. He survived the war, eventually settling on a farm in Vermont, appropriately named Journey's End.
1: That oh, that's far. a nice
0: little bow on top, right?
1: I like there. that name too. That's
0: yeah. That's cute. It's
1: like uh, just like mm, I'm done. I'm good. I'm gonna retire on my little on my little farm, you know. Happy ending for Alexander Turner. Good for him.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. A little bow on top there, a little a nice little movie, and that's something I wanna I wanna see that. I want to see yeah. that happy ending. That's what we no, deserve. Brennan,
1: you're you're a fan of Marvel, much like myself, right? Oh,
0: love Marvel. Love Marvel.
1: Loves me, we love the Avengers. Sure, sure. Have you ever heard of the Jewish Avengers? This sounds mildly racist. It might be. Oh, this okay. Is about, <laughs> <laughs> this is about Nakam, the Jewish <laughs> Avengers. Understandably, many people were oh. dissatisfied with the results of the Nuremberg Trials, where mm. only 24 individuals were indicted. Also... And and so a group formed a group formed that was named Nakam, shortened from uh, Dam Yehuda Nakam, or Jewish Blood Will Be Avenged, Mm. with the goal of seeking their own form of justice. The group poisoned 3,000 loaves of bread that were being sent to the American POW camp intended for former SS members. Over 2,000 prisoners were reportedly made ill, but To the retroactive disappointment of the former NACAM member, Joseph Harmatz, there was no confirmed fatalities. According to some members, however, the group had originally desired to kill six million Germans by poisoning the water supplies of the country's main cities. Well, well, then. Well, they might have used the well. So
0: that one wasn't exactly, like, a a successful...
1: uh, Uh... yeah, revenge not story a, as, not as successful as they yeah. would have liked yeah. however i like to think that by making two thousand nazis crap their pants it's, yeah. a, it's a win it's in itself it's small, small, small victory. small i'm not, not sure how i
0: feel about k- killing the six million more people at the end of a war that's that's a little on the i'm sorry to get a little gray but fair enough fair enough <laughs> they you didn't know. do it
1: but jews can yeah be.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. You know what? I'm not going to say follow every dream, but <laughs> you could definitely dream those dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep them right in
1: Don't your head. poison water. Right. right. <laughs> 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 Whew.
0: All righty. Well, you know what? From uh, from the tail end of World War II, how about we go ahead and uh, head on back to the mid-19th century in Connecticut. Frank Eaton moved to Kansas with his family when he was eight years old. Around this time, his vigilante father was killed by six ex-Confederate soldiers. I'm um, a fra- <gasps> family friend. Confederates. My boy, maybe an old man's curse. May, may an old man's curse rest upon you if you do not avenge your father. Frank began training, quickly earned the nickname Pistol Pete, and was said to be faster on the draw than Buffalo Bill. As the story goes, he managed to seek out and kill five of the murderers before he turned 30, with the last John Ferber escaping Eaton's wrath, only by dying before Eaton could even get to him.
1: Oh, that's unfortunate yeah. for him.
0: Yeah, really, really hoped that he opened up that casket and just unloaded like
1: several <laughs> barrels in there. Punched the dead guy in the face and went, there. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh hey is this the is this the, the 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 funeral for john john ferber oh it is okay mind if i it just like pay yeah. my respects really quick yeah just want walk up there just <laughs> 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 he knows <laughs> what he did <laughs> <laughs> ma'am kick the casket <laughs> over <laughs> steal <laughs> you steal a handful yeah. of crackers and cheese and walk out tips <laughs> his hat to the widow ma'am leaves leaves his number (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah pistol pete and and just say that you were faster on like to be to be considered faster on the draw than buffalo bill that's wild dude that is like that's crazy that's crazy right there
1: who we got up next number six is aaron burr the vice president who'd had enough we've heard of political rivalries before but nothing quite like this both alexander hamilton which we've all heard of, Alexander and Aaron Hamilton.
0: Burr
1: were the big players in a political stage in the turn of the 19th century. Burr had gone up against Thomas Jefferson for the presidential nomination, but lost. Thanks in part to Hamilton's influence, a few years later, Burr ran for governor of New York, only to once again see his ambitions dashed by the counter-efforts of Hamilton, who campaigned aggressively against him, fed up, Burr, who was still vice president at the time, challenged Hamilton to a duel. The pair met in, in uh, Weehawken, New Jersey, and Hamilton was mortally wounded. Yeah. I mean, it's a,
0: it's a shame, you know.
1: This is like, mortally wounded is like, I always think it's. Like, they, they showed up to do like pistols at dawn type of dueling thing. Mm. And Hamilton's ready for him. And he's like, Where's Aaron Burr? And Burr just like comes out from behind a tree with a bat and cracks him in the knee. Ha ha! I got you, Hamilton, you bastard.
0: <laughs> That'll teach you to be more
1: popular than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Run off into the damn you, Yeah,
1: because, you know, politics.
0: Yeah. It's, how it is. it's all theatrics, really. Did you know that, like, to a certain point, like, fist fighting had to be banned in British Parliament. Oh, more than likely. Because because regularly, the the, the politicians would just get fed up with each other's crap and then just start wailing on each other.
1: (laughs) Well, see, what happened was Aaron Burr and, and Alexander Hamilton were set to do Pistols at Dawn duels. Right before the duel happened, Aaron Burr threw mud into the face of Hamilton, blinding him long enough so that Aaron Burr could shoot and mortally wound him. And this is where we get the phrase mudslinging from in politics. Huh. I made that up. Well then.
0: <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing like lying to our audience. Nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. Politics. Uh, politics. Because we know all the good ones that actually tell the truth get killed, so you know. Alexander Hamilton. Moving on. I mean, he was a womanizer, but he was a good politician. Womanizer,
1: Um, womanizer, oh, he's a womanizer, oh. Now
0: evidently written about Alexander Hamilton. Yes, (laughs) I made that up. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) Um. Good Lord, may we never suffocate upon the uh, upon the comforters of our bed of of our beds of lies. (laughs) (laughs) I keep warming mine, Buford pusser! Uh, The sheriff who (laughs) who walked tall during his time as sheriff of McNary County, Buford Pusser, waged a one man war on crime, focusing primarily on the state line mob, which operated along the border of Mississippi and Tennessee. Naturally, this didn't sit well with the gang who severely wounded Pusser and murdered his wife in a drive. That's the reason I didn't go hard on the word Pusser there. Uh Murdered his wife in a drive-by assassination attempt. Uh, Pusser's ensuing quest for revenge uh, inspired a trilogy of films in the 70s and a 2004 remake starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, Though the exact details are largely obscured in mystery and rumor, various authors and local law enforcement have suggested that Pusser had a hand in the killing of three of the four men he accused of being behind his wife's death. Hey, you know what? 75% still good.
1: Oh, that's the, the Dwayne Johnson movie. Well, the, it, it took me a while to Wa- figure out the name of walking it. Walking Tall? Yeah. The, the Jumanji. So, number four. Carl you make that up? V- er- I did. <laughs> oh, I yeah. see. I'm getting better at it. It sounded good. <laughs> Carl V. Erickson, the retiree uh, who really had grudge. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, this, this guy reminds me of you in some way. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> well, let's find out, shall we? High yep. school can be a difficult time. Particularly if you're considered one of the so-called popular kids. Uh, oh, if you aren't considered one of the so-called popular kids. Carl Erickson experienced this firsthand when he was the victim of a cruel prank. While, exa- while exact details of the incident are unclear, it did involve a jockstrap being placed on Erickson's head in front of a group of students. Erickson blamed Norman Johnson for the prank and took the idea that revenge is a dish best served coal a little too far. He waited over 50 years to get even confronting Johnson and killing him in his home in 2000 Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> Both men were in their 70s and Johnson was given a life sentence for his crimes <laughs> Just imagine like for for 50 years having, having Erickson <sighs> just Erickson's just sitting in his home with a jock strap in his hand going I'll get my revenge This requires
0: murder. (laughs) I'm coming for
1: you, Norman. Could you could you you wait?
0: Could you imagine becoming the friend of someone who did that? And then like just not just like cracking them in the jaw or anything. Like, it just just like (sighs) (laughs) and then and then waiting until both of you could easily dislocate a hip trying to hurt the like, other one
1: I, I i like to imagine that erickson showed up to john's to like norman's house with the jock strap to like yeah exactly to him and like yeah get his revenge and they yeah. end up like wrestling over it and it becomes this epic fight like that episode of like herbert versus guys. the yeah. old nazi yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i like got you they're like eh, same yeah
0: vulcan mind meld you and me right there
1: <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ 70 year old man yeah <laughs> you got That's... a life sentence it wasn't actually a life sentence they just sentenced them to a year and they were like mm, he's not gonna make
0: They just kind of pushed him down the stairs at the end of it. They just kind of went, (laughs) all right, there you go. (laughs) Uh, That saved the taxpayers some money. (laughs) Jared Harris, the avenging amateur tattoo artist. Prison is a rough place in general, but for those who've been convicted of crimes against children... Jesus. Yeah, forgot about this one. Uh, it is living hell. Back in 2006, Anthony R. Stockelman was sentenced to life in prison after molesting and murdering a 10 year old girl named Katie Coleman. To the ignorance of officials, Stockelman was placed in the very same prison as Katie's older cousin, Jared Harris, who was serving time for burglary. From what investigators could put together, it seems that Harris cornered Stockman and with the help of other inmates, tattooed the words found on the inmates'
1: forehead the next morning. The script in question, Katie's Revenge. Oh, and, and if we scroll to, not that those viewers at home can see, but Brendan, if we scroll to the top, you can see it's not small letters. Oh, no. Yeah, it not. is big black letters. Totally. Uh, yeah. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, but hell also hath no fury like a scorned tattoo artist that you just yes. accidentally trusted. In fact, yep. uh, a mutual friend of ours learned that when they told me the recent story of how they ended up with a tattoo of Spider-Man with a very per- pronounced dong. Was it you? No, it's not me. I'll tell you oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell okay. you who it is. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pronounced dongs, yeah, we know about this one. Who does? Who's? Ne, who doesn't know the name Lorena Bobbitt? Let's the go. The knife wielding wife who refused to be the victim anymore. We heard. We've heard of volatile marriages before, but this case caused caught the attention of international community. According to Lorena Bobbitt, she'd suffered various forms of abuse in the hands of her husband for years. And on mm-hmm. the night that she had finally snapped, he had been uh, and, and, and had been, you know, her husband had forced himself upon her without using certain words on air. That was June 23rd, 1993, a date that the ex-husband John Wayne Bobbitt is likely to ever forget. While hmm. her husband slept, Lorena took out a carving knife from the kitchen and carved off his manhood. She then drove several miles and threw it in a field. It was, and remarkably, it was eventually found after an extensive search and reattached during an over nine-hour operation. That's a lot of well work then. for a man who misuses his manhood. I mean, well you could then. have just sewed him up and been like, "Well, he's not bleeding now."
0: Woo! <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you. Like, bury that man below the prison, right? <laughs> but at that point, just stab him in the face. Like, I don't, like, it's, it, it, there's too, there's, there's too much, like, there's too, it, it's too likely that he's going to survive an injury like that. Like, should will just take him out right then and there so he couldn't hurt anybody else.
1: But even the thing um, is, like, how did they, like, she drove several miles and yeeted it into yeah. a field.
0: Yeah, could you imagine being, like, I don't know, a farm hand just like chilling out there and checking the fence line and making sure all the cattle are in
1: and then what do you all of a sudden you old... f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just What really right the <laughs> farm dog comes right up? What you got in your mouth there, <laughs> old yeller? <laughs> oh my god, oh, god. What god. Did you god. Do? hey, you drop it, drop it <laughs> What did you do, boy? Oh I gotta <laughs> kick you out by the old shit.
0: Oh no. What happened? What happened? A farfel. He got chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Just rounding this one off uh, with a with a more. I think this one's a more apropos, uh, apropos story. We're
1: going to remember we're not going to use that word.
0: Now, um, creative. Yeah. Uh coup, the accused uh uh Blank, no no a- a- aggressive no no touchy person um who met mob justice in 2004 Kwi Yadav, real named Bharat Kali Charan was standing trial in India Yadav was a locally known bad touch man and murderer uh having allegedly bad touched over 200 women during a <sighs> 10 year span and reportedly murdered at least three of them. The women of Kasturba Nagar, uh, where Yadav was from, had finally had enough, and a lynch mob of around 200 women interrupted the proceedings and assaulted Yadav. They reportedly threw chili powder in his face, stabbed him over 70 times, and cut off his penis. While several women were arrested, it seems that all were eventually released due to lack of evidence. Everyone in the room simultaneously went, I didn't see none.
1: <laughs> right? oh no damn right they did damn Damn, right they did this water this jug of water accidentally got spilled on all the paper evidence oh well i guess we gotta throw it out bye Yep.
0: just just like the judge and all 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 of the fucking like I I don't know. Just just every single cop and like law enforcement official just feeling grody, even giving the man a trial. So when like somebody like at the door just goes, "Hey," there's like a crowd of two hundred really pissed off ladies out there with knives and chili powder, and then every single law enforcement officer looked at each other and went, "Lunch?" Look at the ceiling for look look at the ceiling for five minutes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) <laughs> they all just looked right up. I I think that's lunch, boys. <laughs> yeah, just oh, you know
1: what? We're gonna do a recess. What, all y'all you... stay
0: out here, though. Um,
1: <laughs> sir, sir, there's a there's a, a there's two hundred ladies outside forming a lynch mob. Did you say mm. lynch mob? Sounds. You more said lunch. Like Bob. Lunch. It sounds more like lunch, Bob. All hey. right, Bob. Let's go get
0: lunch. It's kind of weird that you called me Bob because we're in India. Shut up I let's mean, go okay, get a burger. Okay, fine. <laughs>
1: My name's Dave. But, but up, not cats. But burgers. but but not but like not an actual cow. Cab- but shut up. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> like really. Like when there are two hundred people yeah. Kill. who are like like yeah who who gather together to target one yeah. person yeah with that knives. Is insane. With knives. Two hundred people. Yeah. Just picture that in a room. Yeah. And then one dude in the middle trying to fend them all off. And he does it. he's blinded by chili powder and his dangles cut off. That's a bad thing for him. No,
0: you you seem to forget 70 stab wounds, by the well, way. Well, that's at the
1: like, end. He's not fending but, them off after 70 stab wounds.
0: Yeah, no, but I'm just like I'm saying like like there's a there's a thing where it's like my my brain went Chili powder, swing, wee
1: wee off, and then just seventy stab wounds of people. Then, then it became like a game of like, um, it was like a mosh pop pit up pirate. Kind of, <laughs> I was gonna say more like a mosh pit with knives, where they just like bounce him around the room, and he's like,
0: stab, it's just, it's just a, it's <laughs> just a pin. It's like, a, they hang them up like a pinata. Stab. They get one of those sticks, but it's like six knives attached to the end of the stick. and They're all <laughs> blindfolded and swinging knives it's at them. Just and see.
1: swinging wildly. You did it. You stabbed him. Okay, next. All right.
0: To the, to the, to listen to the, the governments of the world. All right. If we could perhaps add into legislation. All right, that anybody who is a uh who, who is a convicted, you know 100 percent no shadow of the doubt uh, uh bad like like bad violent no touch person, um we, we just like we just like let people stab them at minimum seventy times, like anywhere, anywhere we just you know what everyone turns around at the same time, and whatever happens happens. I feel I feel like that would like cause that particular crime to like go down, maybe a you little know? bit. Just like even if it's five percent, I feel like that'd be a good like like way to do that. You know, mm-hmm. we we gotta we need, we need to bring back
1: a guillotine, but like a small guillotine. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just big enough, if you know yep. what I mean. Yep. And on that delightfully, we're gonna chop penises off. That's the. <laughs> That's the we'll be That's right there. That's
0: the back. thing that I was All right. Swing. <laughs> oh, oh, hot dog. Greetings, Myrtles. My name is Promotion and I have snuck on to the 2Bs podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capwater Companions' TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Begrim Gaming Twitch channel. <laughs> they'll never realize I'm here promoting their things, and they'll never be the wiser. <laughs> That's the power move. That's the fucking power move. (laughs) It's
1: it's not even like he's like standing in a way. He's doing that Spider-Man jump where his knees are up by his shoulders. Uh And it's just just a massive dick like pointing up towards his chest. We're back, by the way. Hey, guys. Uh (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. How did he not let her look at it prior to like? I don't know. I I don't understand like how far along you could be in that in a tattoo like that without like looking I mean, at a mirror or know. glancing down. Yeah, some people like,
1: don't like you. Some people like to wait for the reveal, and I don't know.
0: Like, well, yeah, the, I've, it, was, it, it, I I can't even the, be like uh, it's just
1: the story because I've seen it. I'm gonna
0: throw it out there that that would count as a re, a reveal. A reveal <laughs> for sure. Well, That's have a, you uh, ever
1: seen though? There's there's like a tattoo reality show. Where at oh, some point they yeah. have people that are like, they put blindfolds on them and they get like their roommate or whatever to pick the tattoo. And then they reveal mm. and people get mean with it. Oh. And you're like, how did you, why would you do that to another human? Like as Yeah. Cause you're now you're
0: marking their skin for what is effectively Never. life and or like really painful removal procedure yeah. or more tattoo over the thing. So that's like, like
1: that one, that episode of impractical jokers where they do that. Mm. Joe Joe wins and all the other three jokers have to get punished so he gets them all tattooed and he picks their tattoo and uh, Hughes was like 35 lives alone has three cats and it was like a month before his birthday and he's like I'm not going to be 35 forever and he's like I know and then the next one was Mer because they always called him a ferret so he did a tattoo of a ferret screaming while skydiving that's actually awesome and then the last one was Sal. He tattooed a like a realistic portrait of uh uh Will Smith's son. Of Jaden Smith? Jaden Smith, yeah. It's just a real, on his like ham hock of his leg. He's got a realistic <laughs> picture of Jaden
0: Smith. Could you imagine the first time like, dropping trow in front of your wife? Like you're the woman <laughs> who's going to be your wife. And there's like, she goes, she gets ready to go down on you, pulls your trousers down and then staring her in Jane the face Smith as Will Smith's son.
1: <laughs> and not even like adult son. It's like when he was little with the afro. What the fuck? baby jaden not baby jaden but like oh. when he's like nine
0: <laughs> that's somehow worse right god i hope will smith knows about that god i hope jaden knows about that good <laughs> lord good lord that is oh, that's horrifying Yo. oh jesus christ all right uh, all right speaking mr turner horrifying. go ahead and, yeah yeah and speaking of uh sexual assault mo- sexual assault movies um we watched promising young woman Woo! all so right again, let's do this
1: again we're gonna <laughs> yeah. this, going full into this this has a lot of uh assault issues yep. it, it targets yep. a lot of assault and again uh being adults go- yeah being adults
0: this is a se- this is a movie about a woman who is dealing with the horrific aftermath of her best friend being sexually assaulted, and In it college. destroying her best friend's life. And as a result, a suicide occurs, and she has to live with that. She's yeah. she's she's suffering from like a survival's survivors' guilt esque. Even like, well,
1: it, it's, it, a it, uh, yeah. it's a myriad of things. It's a myriad of things combined with the the survivors' guilt of she wasn't there, uh, mixed with the fact that. The entirety of everyone involved in that situation all turned a blind eye and went, mm, oh, well, you know, boys will be boys, to where the the accused goes on to become a doctor and live a happy life and all these things. So this the woman, the friend, the the main the main character in this show, Cassandra, she has taken it upon herself to impart vigilante justice. By seeking, I would, I would even call it like harmless revenge on men that do this in, in bars by playing a victim. Pretending it, it shocks to their system. Her. Yeah. yeah. And it this this isn't
0: even like, a, oh, it's uncalled for. Like she's only ever like full bore gives it to him. Like, ha- like hammers at home when they are going to do something. When she yeah. is, when per- they like when she seems line. inebriated. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, and I guarantee that- she's not going to like. Go ahead and like some dude that like takes her back, puts her on the couch, throws a blanket on her, leaves a throw-up bucket beside her, glass of water on the table with a can of ginger ale, and then you just know. leaves her in the room and goes to bed. She's not gonna be like, you piece of shit. No, like it's <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a gentleman you know, as a gentleman
1: yeah. would do. Yeah. A but good yeah. person. Yes.
0: A good I, person who does it. And that.
1: I love I love this <clears throat> um I love this plan of hers. Because mm. it drives that point home to these creeps. And yep. there's nothing they can do about. And it. the enablers, not just yeah. the creeps, and the enablers eventually too. Yeah, but but there's no there's what's the, there's no le- illegality here. It is all everything that she does to these to these random men in bars is on above board because all she's done is pretend to be inebriated. She doesn't assault them. She doesn't nope. seek revenge in any physical way. She nope. doesn't anything to them she she, just, she hits them with the
0: psychological warfare
1: yeah and they just and it throws them on their heels because now mm-hmm. they're inebriated because they were at the bar and she's stone cold sober and she controls the room because that's she's a strong and independent woman she's a badass
0: yeah she's a badass like the phrase strong independent woman gets thrown around so often nowadays where it's like it's almost borderline cartoonish to call somebody that. She is a straight up, full bars, absolutely, like, straight out of an 80s action
1: movie friggin' badass. Like, with, she... With, like, and the it, level of, like... She almost has, like, a psychotic level of forethought. It is oh, incredible. yeah. Whereas, oh, like, God, yeah. Like, the bit that... The, she's when, friggin' Batman, dude. Not even Batman. She's Joker level of forethought. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Because... so and So... There's a couple of things in this movie that I did like that weren't like, ooh, it made me feel bad inside because this is the world we live in. But I liked Bo Burnham in this. He was really good in this movie, too. Yeah, my only issue with Bo Burnham existing in a film is that because I grew up
0: watching his YouTube stuff and then eventually all of his stand-up, I can only ever see him as, like, you know, funny man behind a Goofy. piano making silly <laughs> songs. So, like, every single time I watch, I'm, like, I watch the movie and I see him on screen, doesn't matter what movie he's in, as long as he's in it, and I just go, that's the guy that went in
1: and wrote Welcome to the Internet. You know a fun fact about that is the internet is kind of in a, a tizzy about him right now. Oh. Because in his in his i think it was in the special inside he talks about the fact that like he, he or he wrote somewhere that he was going to die january 17th 2024 and that somebody an interviewer was like well what that's presumptuous to pick a date and he's like no it's not he's like i did the math my dog is going to be dead by that point because dogs don't live that long and my dog's the only thing in my life so after my dog dies i'm going to kill myself on january 17th 2024 on January 17th, which was only a few days ago, his entire social media profiles all went down. Except oh, that's one not cool. Only one album is still up on Spotify right oh, now. Oh, that's so are,
0: not cool.
1: All of the songs are gone. His Instagram is gone. His dick, everything's gone except that one album.
0: Like, okay, don't get me wrong. As far as committing to a joke goes... Hell yeah. Fist bump in the air. props, sir. As far as joking about suicide goes, bad. No, no do that. Don't. Please don't. Like, I understand that, like, if you do the self-depreciating thing or we joke about a terrible person, like, committing suicide and everybody being cool with it, fine. Totally on, like, totally on brand as long as the audience is cool with it and you're cool with it, everybody's fine, all right? But you don't just, like do that to your fans who don't read anything beyond like the initial context of the thing that just happened it's like Snoop Dogg telling everyone he's going to stop smoking weed i'm going to i'm going to stop the smoke and then yeah. every all of his fans went oh no, <laughs> no don't do it you're the only reason i still smoke snoop dogg and then he went
1: but it's a fireplace <laughs> no 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 it wasn't a fireplace he said he was going to stop smoking and then he went and started then he be- it became a commercial for a weed vaporizer. I thought it was a smokeless fireplace. I thought it was... No, I thought it was for a, a weed thing.
0: Regardless of the... R- regardless, the essence of the overall point, it still stands. Like, it's just a... Just the fact that it uh, you don't just do that to your fans. Especially the ones that don't pay attention enough to... Like, pay attention enough to read every single tweet you make. Like... Like... <laughs> right because a lot of people on the internet they don't read them they don't read themselves yeah. they wait until stuff happens and then they learn about it through other sources so it's like you, you you know that and i get that okay fine we're gonna do a funny haha prank but like it like do it in april or something you know april 1st i'm gonna kill myself or so whatever fine whoopee everyone knows it's a joke going in but like you're oh, not it's gonna a, go ahead and it's a fire pit oh it was a fire pit okay yeah. cool i was right oh, oh yeah. it was
1: fire pit Okay. Yeah.
0: I I remember that too because he was roasting marshmallows over it. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, that is my least favorite part of campfires is the smoke hitting me in the face and my eyes going.
1: Eh, eh. and Then you're you gonna leave, and then it just follows you, and you're like, no. Nah. Yeah.
0: And you smell like the fire for the next two weeks if yeah. you haven't
1: like, yeah. So anyway. Oh hey,
0: that's the sweater I wore to. I think that's the sweater I wore to Braden's bonfire.
1: Oh, so back yeah, to the, no, that's no, the one. Back to the movie. So we've got Cassandra, yeah. who is. We digress. Enacting revenge across the city night. And after succeeding.
0: And very much succeeding. And succeeding. You gar- I guarantee she'd been doing that like she three sixty-five, not yeah. a day off. Yeah. I guarantee.
1: She, she lives she lives at home with her parents, and her parents are yep. like, You need to like do more with your life. She lives in yep. a coffee shop so that she can kind of keep a low profile. Super
0: understanding, by the way, parents. And then like, but you also get where they're coming from.
1: I love that too. bit like, when it's it's her it's her birthday, so they give her a suitcase as a as a you need to move out kind of a thing
0: yeah and it's like oh but like was it a nice suitcase yeah no it was like the most expensive get the hell out of my house present I've ever received <laughs> like that's a really good and, line
1: and the fact really good and line and I love that line because it just indicates that it's not the first time they've done it yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got you plane tickets <laughs> to one city over <laughs>
1: I live go. in L.A. He, he, where
0: else would I want to go? I don't know. How about San Francisco?
1: This is a one-way ticket. Opens up a box. What is it? It's a damage deposit.
0: Hey, yeah. you did it. Oh, what are these? Oh, they're keys to a new apartment. Yeah. Oh, where? New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she's enacting revenge. You find out that like, yep. kind of through through subtle clues, you find out that it's it's her way of coping with this tragedy. Until she meets Bo. Getting little bits of justice. Yeah, until she meets Bo. Like, Bo's character, Ryan, comes in to the coffee shop. Just coincidentally, then you get to chatting. You find out she was in medical school. You learn more about the tragedy. And then you find out that the bad man that did the thing moved on to do wonderful things in his life, like become a doctor and be happy. And all of the problems and trauma come flooding back for Cassandra. And she sits down with Facebook and a notepad and joker a bunch of plans. And I love where it kicks in with the, as soon as like the, when she starts to enact revenge, you have that, that tally count that kicks on mm-hmm. and they don't explain it at all, but you get what it is as the movie progresses, where it's just one. And you're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And all of these things that she's able to pull off. Because your such... brain,
0: because you do, you do see it. There's foreshadowing because yeah. she keeps a little notebook and stuff like that for all of her conquests. So it's like, it's, and, it's really and, cool because my brain went, Oh, this is the like, Oh, this is part one. Oh, it's part two. And then you, then I get to like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I, around, around number three. I went, Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I looks, see like, what we're doing. Yeah. And you can see in that notebook when she opens it up, there she's been doing this for a while because that mm-hmm. book is full of names 365 and tallies.
0: Sixty-five years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For years she's been doing well, this. Well, and
1: the thing is, is like you know you see in the notebook that she's doing the tallies, like the tick, 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 scratch for mm-hmm. five. It didn't clue into me the tick 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 scratch until the scratch reveal, if you know what I mean without spoiling. You know, like at the end with the scratch reveal. Yes, 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 you see, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. That that, that, <laughs> that like that, that final like, like done. Oh, yeah, loved that because yeah, it, because that was it, a really nice a, touch. Yeah, it's a beautiful imagery of just that. <laughs> and, oh, you know what I should mention about this movie that we didn't talk to about at the beginning. The director and the like, the one that wrote the screenplay and directed this is mm-hmm. Emerald F- uh, Fennel. Ooh. Who is the same person who directed Saltburn last week Whew. that we watched last week. So like Whew. Emerald does go like, off, go off. Yeah. Honestly, she's got, she's, she's got some good movies under her belt. Mm-hmm. Already.
0: Like I'm, I'm going to throw a Margot Robbie. Yeah. Like a hundred, by the way, I'm really happy that Margot was like really branching into like the production side of things. Cause like as much as she enjoys acting,
1: uh, yeah, from well, what I read about, about her. Burn, yeah. Because she did. Like, because she produced Saltburn. She produced this movie. Yeah. Like, she's very passionate
0: about seeing filmmakers get their stuff made that she cares a lot about. So, like, I'm really happy that she's, like, become a part of that Hollywood crowd that's, like, I don't give a damn about the Hollywood industrial complex. I want to get the movies made that I want to get made. Like, that's, that's so respectable. Yeah. That's so... Like, Spielberg started doing that super late into his career. I'm so happy, like, see... Just like just like people throw in that Hollywood money at projects right. that deserve to be made like a hundred percent like this, this movie. So that you know how a lot of people like you, you you get like these two camps of a lot of reviewers where they're like, OK, this movie is like made for uh, like like made for critics. And then this movie is made for an audience. And then this movie, like it, it, and those are usually more or less where like movies were sitting for a very long time yeah. um, at like Schindler's List. That movie is in black and white. It's about not it, it's about life in Nazi Germany. it's about a dude who's real who went ahead and saved all of these people that is oscar bait that is that we uh, we want uh. we want the people on this film to like shine and we're going to do everything we can to show this person's story so we can tell teach the audience a little bit of history and look good during it like that's that's a oscar like yeah. that that is Oscar it's bait academy, that is a critics academy movie. pandering yeah Exactly, right? But it's still an amazing movie with excellent writing and excellent production and amazing soundtrack. You know, Liam Liam Neeson, that's my favorite role that Liam Neeson has ever taken. So, you get movies like that. You get movies like Daddy's Home, which are Mm. silly and campy and we are this is purely just fun and we don't care what the critics say. This is a comedy. We want people to come in here, have fun. We're going to add in as much relatable stuff as possible. Yeah, it's a, it's Colors and movies. laughter and smiles. Every yeah. Hallmark movie is that. Every single like every single made for TV Disney thing is made like that. It's always made for an audience. So like yeah, your, when your you get that movie, movie Yeah, when you get movies like Saltburn, you get movies like 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 Promising Young Woman. When you get those films that just drive a pl- snowplow loaded with TNT right down the center of those two films where it looks good. It has a good story. It has a good message. It is acted incredibly well. It is scored incredibly well. Its subject matter is presented in such a way that's still like digestible despite being heavy. When you've got films that, uh, like, like these two, that don't care necessarily what the critics or the audience is going to think, but they know exactly what experience they want to go ahead and throw out there that's where this film is. And I'm happy that we now have that like in between, like we're going to do what we want to do. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And that's yeah. so damn good that we need so much more than that because film for so long was so safe. It was way too safe. And you'd get directors every now and again, do something with the, with the money that they get to make something edgy and to try to step out of the comfort zone And people didn't care because it was made for the critics. (laughs) Yeah. So this one's like, everybody needs to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And well, everybody needs to watch it. That can. With a disclaimer. Yeah. That can get through this without, because it can be a very. Because there's a scene. Yeah. Not even, not even a scene. Just the subject matter itself is a very triggering subject matter. because. Oh yeah. Just the
0: idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's can trigger memories and pain hundred uh,
1: percent. So yeah. so be, be cautious, be it. it it's, it's a very yes, good for film, but we understand completely if it's not something that somebody can face. Um, Another also, thing to probably go ahead is, and like so, throw
0: out there just to clarify. Um, sorry to you know, undercut your joke just really quick here.
1: I was going to say oh. Jennifer Coolidge is in this movie and it took me way too long to recognize her because she's mm. got brunette hair. And she doesn't Uh do, like, the Jennifer Coolidge things that she's known for. She's in
0: this movie? She's the mom. Oh, my God. That scene was
1: so small, I forgot about it. Yeah. The mom at the table that gives her the luggage, that's Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, my God. Yeah. See? I watched, like, like three episodes of Two Broke Girls today. yeah you don't recognize her until she it wasn't she during like the oh the speech come to, on me when she's doing like the speech to Cassandra about like how she needs to move out and like take care of her life or whatever she's got that like rant and then her dad's like yeah there was something it was Mr. In that, Krabs by the way yeah yeah right 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 <laughs> but in that in that rant she's, there was some I can't even remember the word but the way that she said it it had that Jennifer Coolidge like to it that, that little inflection that she always does and I went. Oh, wait a and minute! Clicked. And then I had to, yeah. yeah, I had to like pause the movie, and I looked up the IMDb, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, that is her! I didn't even recognize her." Jesus Christ! Yeah. <sighs> but like, I, I love, I, I, I love at the beginning of the movie too. The way this movie sets up is, we don't even have like a lot of buildup into what the subject is in this movie. No. because it starts in the bar. Yeah, we see these and three her looking guys drunk. Yeah. There's three guys are just hanging out there. There's two guys being drunk and stupid and they're making like derogatory remarks. Oh, maybe we should his,
0: take her home. Yeah, maybe we'll go ahead and do it.
1: Yeah. So then you've got the the one guy that steps up and he's okay, guys like, that's enough. And he's going to be the good guy. And he's going to take care of her snake. And he's very gentlemanly about it where he's like, yeah. Oh, like, and there's then the snake. It, he reaches that point in the cab where you can see his intentions click and you go, Oh no. But we're not on board yet with Cassandra's plan. So you're just like, "Oh, this guy's a sleaze." And then that that moment where oh, not even sleaze, the dude's scum of the earth. Yeah. But the way that she I love that it and it's even in the trailer. So it's very little spoiling because it's it's early in the movie. It's a great opener to the movie, but the way no. she sits up is like it's like an exorcism version of Yeah. Like a wolf like what a different doing, personality Jerry? took over yeah, like the mask right?
0: came off right like it's, we we just watched an doing, iron Jerry? man suit up scene yeah dude <laughs>
1: it's almost like i, I said I, it, it in my mind as the movie progresses it's like to me it's almost like she has two personalities going in the best way where she's almost embodied her friend
0: who got taken Mm. and
1: and like that's the person that she's like oh i'm so vulnerable and then cassandra comes in and she's like guess what i'm here now i'm here this time i'm gonna take over you know what you know that movie
0: uh split yeah yeah i'd like a i i almost like i could see like if you we swapped her in for the guy that uh, that like out like swapped her out with the dude that plays that character. I could see her doing that so well because like the way that her facial expressions just like morph. Yeah, like the like when when she's, she's with just, uh, with, McLovin oh.
1: with and McLovin, oh yeah, that's and, right, and, like, McLo- her, yeah, McLovin. make false beard, and she's like, ah, yeah, yeah, and then just like I don't
0: really do that, and then like blows the cocaine off the yeah. plate, and mm. then just stops and just like,
1: I said I don't do that. What the fuck? Yeah, but like even just, and I love, like I said, I love where she re- she enacts revenge on everybody in this movie, but never once does she do anything criminal. It's all psychological. Yeah, it's games. It's nothing. all mind games. Yeah, but it works so well. So like uh, Alison Breeze well, character. To, to be fair, things do get illegal at the end, but it not. But she doesn't do anything illegal.
0: drugs She she roofied a bunch of people. She didn't fine. do that. That, that, is, that is illegal. Fine. you can not there's
1: one illegal thing in the movie.
0: To like nine dudes, who all probably do deserve it for, you know, being friends with that guy, but like, you know, technically
1: illegal. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. So she does one illegal thing by... Two bad people. Yeah, by tranquilizing a bunch of pigs at a bachelor yep. party. Yep, take them down. But outside of that, like even the... the that the bit with the dean where yeah. I, was, I was worried and i was like i was like oh my god no oh I, this I gonna was turn into
0: a slasher film
1: yeah because i was like oh no because i i genuinely was like i don't agree with what cassandra's doing right now because i'm like she took it too far i don't yep. like this and then i went oh she's lying yeah good on you and it was so well done that you're just like oh damn even as an audience member you're like look at you like it's 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 that that's that level of like joker uh joker psychoticness of just layer upon layer where even as an audience member i don't realize what's happening in the best way i don't i don't mean to compare her to, her to the joker to be like she's evil she no, does a wonderful no, job it's just that she's level of like devious
0: like, like the yeah, joker
1: she's playing 4d chess and we're all yep. sitting here with checkers going i'm missing yep. a piece
0: which way does the king go again? I'm playing and her fish flicking kings. Just flicking yeah. kings off the board.
1: Yep, so This is a heavy movie. movie. It's such it's a, a heavy very, movie. Yeah. Go, don't go in too, or, like, go in it, brace yourself for it, because it is a very yeah. heavy subject matter. But like But We're is doing our best to keep it light,
0: because that's who we are. We do our best to keep it light. We have, you know, we do genuinely have some dark senses of humor and stuff like that, but, like, we're joking, but... It's in the vein to like we don't want to produce a podcast that is just super somber the entire time, yeah. Um, you know, so because that's because for one that 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 almost does a disservice to the awesomeness that is this film. Because mm-hmm. again, it's a film. Do not go out into the world and potentially put yourself in physical harm hoping to prove a point to dirtbag guys.
1: Yes, cuz don't unless
0: you're an actual ninja <laughs> with like deadly martial arts training
1: and uh and and like a backup another, just in case. That's a, probably another good disclaimer that we should put on this. Don't try this at home. Please. Yeah. Please You'll don't.
0: probably get killed or severely injured or in the in the same vein, like in the vein of this movie Inappropriately touched, at the bare minimum. Don't yeah. do this.
1: No, no, no. We love you too much to go out and put yourself at risk like that.
0: Yeah, this is a. You can you can plot about it, but let the cops do their job. Gather as much evidence as you possibly can, and take people like this down. And don't put just, yourself in harm's or way,
1: or even just don't go out and drink in bars. There's no good if without it friends. There and even have with, a group no tighten it group together. Even you got to even be careful cuz the, even they target they, they they target, they pick off, it's a terrible situation. Even be, like just
0: yeah, but at the same it, time it, though, we can't we we can't send the message like oh always be fearful there's monsters out there. Like you have to be able to live in the world. You, know? you, can, live, it's be you careful. can live in the world. It's be careful, party? just don't get blackout drunk. Just don't party get blackout drunk. Your
1: own house it's safe there. But anyway, on that somber note, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where else to go from this. It's a great movie. Yeah. Well worth it. Watch. Be cautious. Maybe watch it with a friend, someone, a support person if you need. But until Do it with then. with a
0: clear mind and a sober, like, you know, with a sober mind and a clear, like, line of thought. Because you have yeah. to be very open to this film to, under,
1: like, to really grasp it. Yeah. But uh, until then, we'll we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for being here. We love having you. We love that you listen to us. Make sure you like, subscribe, share the podcast, help us share the love and the and the wonderment. And until next time, remember, men are awful and I'm sorry.
0: Hey guys, it's Brendan. I just want to thank you so much for listening in. And just to let you all know that we record at 9.30 MST on Riverside every wednesday and please if you'll join us like share subscribe it'd mean the world to us all right thank you so much bye